All right, welcome to Choir Talks. Thanks for joining me today for this podcast. My wife and I have really enjoyed hiking for the past several years. I think I've referenced that before in here. Um, But last year we decided to take it up a notch. Instead of hiking just for the day or hiking from one cabin to the next cabin and staying, we decided to buy a tent. Now, some of you camp like that all the time and love it, but we kind of had a rough night in that tent and a rough hike that day. There's a lot of difference between a tent and a house. I mean, for one thing, animals could be wandering by my house all night long and I would never even turn over in bed. But when an animal wanders right by your tent, well, it gets your attention. Uh, Not only that, wind and rain are pretty different experience in a tent and uh, certainly the air conditioning is not too great in a tent it became apparent to us after that night that the tent was not going to be a permanent fixture in our vacation plans in the future so in a funny story the Sunday after we got back we came to church and there was a woman who came to church that we had never seen before and after the service she came down and asked for some assistance Um, she was going to be temporarily without a home and uh, just struggling. So we were able to um, provide for her in some ways out of the funds that our church raises for that sort of thing. Um, But uh, when we were trying to figure out how to help her with her homelessness, uh, she was just quick to say, look, I don't want to go stay with somebody or put anybody out. If I could just have a tent, I would be completely, just completely fine and she said that word tent two or three times well I was like you know what if you can meet me here in an hour you will have a tent so she got a free tent that day anyway the apostle Paul was a tent maker by trade and in the New Testament um, he mentions that several times and in 2 Corinthians 5, where I've been reading this week, uh, he brings that tent idea into a theological discussion. Uh, in the first verse of chapter 5, he says, We know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built with human hands. The earthly tent he's talking about in that verse is our, our bodies. And it's a really good analogy. By using a tent, he paints a picture of how our bodies and our time here on earth is is temporary because a tent, you know, by nature is a temporary place to live. Um, After all, our tent, our little family tent, only lasted one night and then it was gone to somebody else. Um, So a tent is not built to last forever. He's been talking about in the letter he's writing to the Corinthian church uh, how our time on earth is temporary, especially in light of eternity and the existence that we look forward to with the Lord. So in the chapter right before this, he says these, these words. He says, Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Temporary. Wasting away here. No matter uh, how hard we work for good health with these bodies, uh, age is coming for all of us. We are wasting away, literally. But on the inside of these bodies, uh, those of us who, who are following Christ and living in the Spirit, we are being renewed, as he says, day by day. A tent only provides minimal shelter against storms and the other elements uh, in our surroundings. 
Um, so even though our Heavenly Father is a shelter and a protection for us, we still experience storms in life, just like uh, the, the tent. In the previous chapter, in fact, Paul says this. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. So we experience these turmoils and these flimsy tents that we have. Uh, We experience these turmoils of the life around us. But there's a strength there that comes from the Lord so that we are not crushed or in despair or abandoned or destroyed. And we're not because we have a relationship with a strong God. Even though this body, this life is temporary, we walk through it with one who is eternal and is strong. And not only do we have a relationship with him, we have a promise from him. And that promise is that he's going to give us a lasting body, a heavenly dwelling place, and a forever existence with him. Listen again to the verse. It says, We know that if our earthly tent, the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Now, I'm not completely sure when he uses the term eternal house if he's referencing the spiritual bodies that we'll have in heaven or the spiritual dwelling where we'll be. But the point to me is the same. One day this temporary is going to be gone with all its struggles and the permanent is going to come. So he goes on to say this, while we're in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. So we we groan here living in this temporary tent. If, if, Ecclesiastes 3 tells us this, that God has put eternity in the human heart. Even though we live here in this place, there's an innate longing for something that's bigger than uh, what what we see in this world. When we become Christ followers, we realize that this innate longing is a longing for the eternal, a longing for uh, a relationship with a God that invites us to experience eternity with him. Here in this earthly tent, we groan, as he says, uh, because uh, once we understand the eternal, and um, then we this home, this earthly tent, no longer feels like what we are ultimately created for. A tent uh, might give you a picture of what it's like to live in a house, but it falls so short, believe me, of what a house is. So our earthly tent might give us a picture, maybe a shadow of what a heavenly life looks like, but yet it's so much less that it leaves us groaning, as he says, for the real thing. All right, that's a whole lot of words without giving you any real takeaway. What difference does all this make to you and me? Let me try to land the plane here, as they say, with some of the implications that Paul sees for us about living here in this earthly tent. He says, in the verses running up to this, he says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So recognizing the temporary nature of our life here changes our perspective. As he says, now we're going to fix our eyes not on what's seen, not on the temporary, but on what is unseen, the eternal. We aren't going to primarily focus on earthly goals, but now on heavenly goals. 
we're going to look at the struggles in this life differently. No longer just wasting away, but now being renewed day by day, as he says, even in the midst of these troubles. So we fix our eyes on the eternal. Secondly, he says uh, this, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. I heard that word confidence sticking out there. Uh, We have a different confidence now because we understand the temporary nature of this earthly tent and the permanent nature of what God is creating for us that gives us a whole different confidence. Uh, We have a confidence uh, to know that there is a life to come and something greater. And we have this because, as he says in this chapter, we are given uh, the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. So our confidence isn't in our personal ability to inherit eternal life or heaven, but our confidence is in that life that already belongs to us because he has put the spirit within us to guarantee that it is to come. And then lastly, he says this, so we make it our goal to please him. A heavenly perspective on this temporary life changes the way we live. Uh, if, if this life is all there is, then as someone has said, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die, right? That's, that's all there is uh, to this life. But since that's not the case, and this life is just a momentary prelude to eternity, then we should live differently. We should live these lives in a way to please the one who is creating this eternal dwelling for us. So we're in an earthly tent now, but we should have a different perspective, a different confidence, and a different way of life because of the heavenly home that God is creating for us. 